Jack, what up, family? You know we gotta keep our foot on these niggas next. Thursday, if you pick up this goddamn phone, when I pick up my fingers off my nose, nigga, all I look at is dirty ass, dirt, dirt bag ass, Jack. Straight from the sack wall. Pick up the phone, nigga, it's after nine, I know your minutes free. Dirt bag, what it is? Dirty ass nigga. What's up, everybody? Thanks again for tuning in. It's another episode of the Psych Ward Podcast. Um, we're here today to bring y'all another uh, episode of Hot Fire. Uh, this is Dirtbag Jack. This is Prive Carter. And uh, yeah, I fucked up. This is the Psych Ward. We gon' we gon' <laughs> it's gonna be second nature one of these days. We gonna have it, you know, in tip top shape. So, oh, Prive, yeah. man, what's up with you? Y'all snowed in up there? Uh, it ain't so much as snow as it is, uh, you know, like blistering cold, bro. It's it's like 16 degrees, but with the wind chill, it feel like negative two. Oh, we. Yeah, it's only gonna get worse. Yeah. It's only gonna get worse. It's not even like full full blown winter for real. No, I mean like we literally get like this Arctic blast that's supposed to take us like up to negative 60 next week. No. Swear to God. I seen something on uh, Channel 8 where they were talking about why they ain't closed schools yet. Why, are they just going to wait to see if it really happened or what? Oh, bro, it's real. That's it's wild. Real. Hey, yeah, it's supposed to be like negative 60. These kids softer than a batch of unbaked cookies, man. Like, we we, we used to go to school and all that shit. We didn't, what was a snow day? We never had one. Man, listen, well, we, ain't, we ain't go when it was that bad, bro. Like that—that's just absurd. I, I wouldn't. That's un. That's unhealthy. He said it's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like I mean, I, I know it's like literally unhealthy, but I mean, like it's, it's yeah. yeah. I wouldn't send the kids to school with that. Shit, you, you, what it really boiled down to was uh, Barbara Bourbon was all about that dollar. Oh yeah. Oh, hungry money, ho. <laughs> well, that's why she's doing her time now. Yeah. And then, um, good riddance. And then keep this in mind too. Hmm. I, uh. I'm sitting here like shit. Uh, you know, if 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 uh, if they if they don't close the school down, I'm gonna keep the kids home anyway. And yeah. I'm I'm hoping they close the job down. I ain't even gonna lie to you. See, I do miss you know shit like that where you know the winter time closed a bunch of shit down. We get we did get lucky enough. Like, was it last year or the year before last? I don't know when when the hurricane came through here. We was out of work for like three or four days, and we still got paid. So that was pretty dope. But yeah, it, well, you in Florida, nigga, so it's it's different for you. Yeah. It ain't that way with me. And in Cleveland, they expect it to be cold. Like you know, we we don't. I don't know what type of weather we need. We get rain, snow, sunshine. Like I don't know. It got to be some off the wall shit. Maybe some some tornado shit or something. I don't know. Well, we, we but aside from 
Uh, what you about to say? I was gonna say Cleveland, Ohio, get that shit all in one day. Yeah, that's true. Like Especially that. Central Ohio, they get the tornadoes too. So. Yeah, man. We don't get that shit up here by the lake. <sighs> but yeah, but I um, I, I tell you what, man. What's today, up? I'm running the ship, or I'm selling the ship. Hey, let's go. I'll be the first so, mate. Yeah, so I got some shit that I want to talk about today. Let's go, my brother. And um, I don't know. I just I was sitting here talking with some coworkers, and and, you know, it's funny that you kind of talk about you know what we did when we walked to school and this that and other. Yeah. So I was talking with some coworkers. We talking about best practices for raising kids. Now, my coworker is totally different than me. Um, it's a woman. She's a white woman, and she's about twice my age. Red flag. So, so... <laughs> <My bad. laughs> no, you can't. I was just, but you no, know, she cool as shit though. Like one of the sweetest people I ever met. Cool as hell. Yeah. And honestly, it's like she can relate to everything I'm saying. Like she, um, she and I actually, she out of out of me and some other people. So I just want to know what do you, what do you think are some best practices for raising kids? And I share mine, and we can see how that kind of correlates in a, uh, you know, into the topic. Okay. Um, I think consistency is key. You know, uh, it's it's a generic statement that you hear all the time about a lot of things, but consistency is key. Um, when you're being consistent with your kids, man, you know, they know what to expect. They know the boundaries that they can't cross. You know what I mean? They know they know what they can and can't do if you're being consist- consistent. You can't, you know, punish them for doing something one day and then turn around the next day, let it go unchecked. Um, I think that's major. Um, also, being uh, empathetic, I know it's kind of silly to say that about, you know, parenting techniques with children, but you know, we gotta kind of remember we did come from the same place, and mm-hmm. um, even though while some people say it's probably bad to laugh at the shit the kids do, I mean, it do be funny. You know, sometimes yeah. you gotta you just take a step back, like really, gotta laugh at it, but you know, let them know that it's is wrong or whatever the whatever the case is um but right. i think that's my biggest one is just consistency because that controls yeah. a lot that controls the board if you're consistent yeah and she and she on the um on the, uh the concept of empathy i think that's huge especially when you get into the teenage years yeah um, think about think about your first love and then what you found out was actually your first love you feel me yeah. so it's like I, I I look at it as one of those things where you kind of got to relate to what's going on at that point in time. Like, I, I tend to get upset with my daughters when I ask them to do something and they're watching their tablet or watching TV. And, you know, I got to ask them two or three times. Yep. At that point, I didn't have to. But then I think about shit now. If I'm sitting there and I'm interested in something, my wife might ask me to do something. Mm-hmm. And then got to ask me to do it two or three times. You feel me? So it's like, as a kid, you you don't even have the amount of discipline to be like, oh, yeah, daddy asked me to do such and such. Right. At least, you know, I have the, the uh, capacity to be able to do that. Whereas, you know, a child, sometimes you might have to remember. And then, you, you know, as you get older, it, it just, you know, kids go through, you know, being trying to look cool at school and trying to be popular and all that shit, man. There's so many things that... uh that we take 
and just seem to forget about man like like they say don't forget where you came from yeah man. and we need to hold ourselves accountable for that but um another thing too is I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in discipline of my kids yes sir now, i don't i don't beat my kids i don't overly spank them but if it's a case where you you deserve an ass whooping mm-hmm. i'm gonna whoop your ass simple as that right. if i catch you stealing from the stove no there's not being grounded there's not fussing at you mm-hmm. it's all that plus an ass whooping yeah like like the ass whooping is is just like that's quick you know what i'm saying i used to get my ass whooped 10 minutes later i'm just like fuck it i'm back at it cool it's party time you know yeah. when you get that ass whooped then you get on punishment and then you get fussed at and then you get you know what i'm saying it's like you're an outsider you're in solitude mm. that makes you feel shitty that to me that's what it's about i dig that i dig yeah, that. It, it's about watching especially having more than one child because when you have more than one child it really hits home because they see the other child doing shit mm-hmm. but when you on punishment and you can't get that uh snack after dinner or you can't stay up and watch that movie yeah. And you got to go in the room by yourself and you hear me out here laughing with, with your sister, that mm. fucks you up. Yeah. And, and, you, and you'll sit there and you go, I don't want to go through this shit again. So. I, you know, yeah. I like that. But at the same time, see, I, I think a little deeper. I'm not against it. Um, but, you know, when you got multiple kids and then you treat one or when one cuts up, so you got to, you know, split them up. And then, like, like you say, you hear the other one outside laughing with you and playing. Uh, I always try to put myself in the uh, the shoes of the other kid who's who's uh, who's who's in the other room. So like, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm them, you know, worst case scenario, this is some dark shit. Like, uh, the other kid, you know, the other one, they'll resent them. So like, they may treat them differently. Um, you know, uh, what's the word? Bully on them and shit because. You know, like, they might do that goody two-shoes shit with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, how that brother-sister or that sibling rivalry type shit. I mean, I'm not saying that that's the case, but the possibility is there. You know what I'm saying? No, and, and I mean, I understand that. But I so the way I do it is I let them know that the other one is in trouble because my daughters are super tight. Yeah. So let's say, let's say my oldest gets in trouble, my oldest Peyton, and she's in the room. So I let her know. Listen, like, now you're in here. You can't hang with us. It makes me sad. I can't hang out here with you. Layla's got to play by herself. Mm-hmm. So I let her know, like, you're letting everyone down. And then at the same time, I hang with Layla. So I'll, I'll hang with her because that's normally what Peyton does. So I'll ha- I'll give her a little extra attention so that way she's not sitting here feeling like she's on punishment too, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, normally Peyton is in here and play with your dolls with you. So I'm going to play with your dolls with you for a bit. Y'all normally sit here and watch a show together. I'm going to watch a show with you for a bit. So mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, listen, things. Pepe's on punishment, but I'm going to hang with you so you're not by yourself. Right. Okay, daddy. So I, I let them know, like, listen, y'all, y'all, you fucking up. Like, and, and because of you fucking up, you rearranging the, 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 Eco structure of the entire household. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't spend time with my kids, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I follow. So, you but know, I think I think I think that's where the resentment comes in when when a kid looks at it like, like, oh shit, you know, such and such is on punishment. Now I don't have anybody to play with, and now they bored too. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? So I try to keep that entertainment factor there as best I can. It's still not the same as playing with your sister, yeah. But it's still, you know, it's still some type of entertainment and attention that you crave. Right. Because kids crave attention. Let's be honest about that. They do. That's why they do some of the shit that they do. Like, yeah. It's it's subconscious, you know, because I try to remember some of the shit that I did when I was younger, and you know, on the surface, it didn't seem like I was craving attention. But I mean, what else was it? I mean, curiosity could have been part of it, but I do believe it was, you know, craving attention. I mean, hell, think about how many times you uh, you sit there watching a movie or something, and all of a sudden, you know, the kid come in and just dance in front of the TV or something goofy. <laughs> right. Like, well, yeah. You know well, what I think? I'm um, not to cut in, but no, you know, either. as far as discipline going, um, mm-hmm. I I thought about you ever been put in a corner? Mm-hmm. I think that shit is the worst, man. That is just like jail being in solitary because. You are alone with your thoughts. And well, shit, I'll give, you one, I'll give you one even better. You haven't been put in a corner and had to hold, like, three books up in each hand? No, I wasn't doing that shit. Oh, yeah, nigga. Shit, <laughs> that ain't cool either. Your arms be tight as hell. They make you hold books up for, like, two minutes. I heard of some, like, extreme, you know, timeout shit like that before. I heard people having to be in the corner standing on one leg and... Like y'all, wow for that shit. I'm like, just go yeah. stand in the corner. It should be sufficient enough. Think about what you did. Make me think about uh, loving basketball when she had to stand there with her hand up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Show me that pose again, Monica. Don't judge me that I know her name. That was one of my favorite movies. I Don't like judge that. me. Look, dog, I ain't judging because I used to like that shit too. I thought I was gonna have a little relationship like that. I thought I was gonna go to Man, college. Man, nigga. <laughs> Man. Give me my version of Sonata later. It'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, just in case you listen to this, I found my better version of uh, Sonata later. So I don't, I don't need, I don't need her. Just in case my wife happened <laughs> to listen to this. Yeah, I, ne- I never wanted her. I wanted you. Uh, nice. Know that. Oh yeah. See, I had to let See, my no- let my wife know she better stay on point. I'm still looking. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Stay sharp. But no. It's um, it's funny though because I I sit here, like, nigga, we did have dreams growing up, a lot of dreams, and, and, and it it make me wonder, man, like, it's probably motherfuckers still out here searching, and, and bro, we over thirty now, so at that point, it kind of make me wonder, when should you give up on chasing the dream, if at any point. Man, and it ain't even necessarily got to be chicks, but yeah. I mean, like, you know what I mean, bro. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a weird thing, but you know, you ask somebody like me, I'm gonna just say, keep going, like till, till you get to the dirt, because you never know how it's gonna play out. You gotta think about, like, there is no, no, no playbook to any of this. You got celebrities, and I'm just using them as a, as a, as a, um. I don't, I don't know the word, but example. Exa- yeah, but that wasn't the word I was looking for. No. Um, <laughs> I'll be, be digging through the dictionary in my head and it just be blank pages. Um, but using the celebrity, like, so think about the celebrities who got put on late. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. The, they were grinding for years, 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 and years before they got their big break, and. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. No, you good. Um, they 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 got you know they went through the mud for years before they got their big break, but 
at the same time, there, you know, a lot of the dreams that we have, I think they do have expiration dates because, you know, like take uh, hip hop, for instance, hip hop, I don't think will welcome a 35 or maybe let's just say a 40 year old will open arms like that. Nobody ever heard of. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the 40 year olds that's in the game right now, we they we grew up with them like they were in their 20s when when uh, they came out. So they they grew up in the game. You know what I'm saying? But picture like uh, two chains now who if we had never heard of him and then he just came out of nowhere. But see, at the same time, that's when that's when uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That's when new genres and and, and new. uh, new examples are created so bro let's say if i started rapping about um paying bills on time <laughs> if, the, if no joke no joke because and i'm gonna tell you why i think something like this could work um there was a time before today's music and there's still some artists out there now that actually uh would like to make what i call mood music where yeah. you could relate to it as a as a just a regular everyday person yeah if your lyrics are hard enough you could sit there and go, shit, man. I remember when I had to make that choice between paying the light bill and paying the gas bill. I feel this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it, it it could work. But at the same time, I get what you're saying about society not accepting that. So it becomes a matter of if somebody's bold enough to make that, uh, to make that, you know, make that, that leap, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So it, I get that. I mean, granted, some dreams do expire, like, you can't be the world's most popular stripper if you're 60 feet, 63. You know what I mean? Like, no, you probably could. It, it you just. <laughs> no, you'll be popular in the motherfucker. Yeah, I'll tell you that. For real. <laughs> but you might not be the uh, the most sought after. Definitely. But, um, like, and then some dreams, like, okay, um, air traffic, to take air traffic controller, for instance. Like, mm-hmm. that may be a dream for somebody. But now that one definitely has I, an expiration date. No. No disrespect to air traffic controllers, but uh, who the fuck aspires to just wake up one day when they like six years old or something be an air traffic controller? You'd be surprised, dude. Like, really? just go on YouTube and like type in <laughs> flight sim, and you will find kids flying the planes. You'll find the kids. I feel like you. I feel like you're speaking from experience. You, you used to want to be a, a, a air traffic controller. Hey, can I tell you something? <laughs> Do I want to know it? Fuck you. <laughs> no, like I like I always wanted to fly. So air traffic controlling is being part of it. You got to be able to speak the language. You got to understand what you're being told. So I did take an interest yeah, but in that's, it. That's being a pilot. That's a, that's the difference between an astronaut and an astronomer. You know what I mean? Like it's not necessarily the same thing. No, yeah, you're right, no doubt. But what I was getting to is, if you did. For instance, wanted to be an air traffic controller, you'd have to do it before you're 30 years old. Like unless you worked at a private airport, you couldn't go to like a FAA. If I, I may not be explaining it right, but you couldn't go to a FAA regulated um, uh, tower and work because they require you to start before you're 30 years old. Hmm. Yeah. Not like, that I didn't know. Yeah, that's why I, that I missed my point, fucking though. break. That's what I get for fucking with you, but um, but then too, I was gonna say. Then sometimes you have dreams that change. Like for example, we both know I used to rap. I used to want to be a rapper, but I never wanted to be the be a rapper for the money. I wanted to have my voice heard. So, um, a lot of times it has to do with the reason 
for behind your aspirations. So if you, you know, if you want to be a rapper to make millions of dollars and be on music videos and fuck with the chicks, then cool. You know what I'm saying? Be a rapper. But for me, it was about having my voice heard. Yeah. So if I said a song, I may I like to make what I consider mood music. Yeah. I rapped about everything that I was going through. Who knows? I might be that fucking forty year old dad that's rapping about paying bills on time. <laughs> but the point the point of it is, I could listen to my music now from ten years ago and say, "Damn, I remember when I was dating her," or "Damn, I remember when my dude, you know, had that happen to him," or "My aunt this, aunt that." Point of it being, um, I look at it now. I've been doing more writing. As far as like uh, books, um, oh, okay. I, I've been th- yeah I've been working on a book. Um, now granted, I've been working on this motherfucker for about uh, a year and got five chapters done, but that's neither here nor there. Right. But the point <laughs> the point is, um, I've decided to use my writing talents for other reasons to have the same effect. Mm. You know, I, I have daughters now. Um, if they become you know singers, I could write music for them and have their voices heard or even have my voices heard vicariously through some of the, I mean, cause male, female, father, daughter, they don't experience some of the same shit I went through. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with writing for someone else, which is actually something I consider being a ghostwriter, having my voice heard through someone else. It's still my voice, my words rather. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, so some dreams can change man so i think people just really need to figure out because i think a lot of people give up on dreams too early they set goals i know a chick that planned to be married by 21 had kids by 23. i heard chicks like that i mean bro she had a kid at 24 got married at 27. (laughs) is she happy i don't know i ain't seen her in a few years but it's um but yeah, it was just like, okay, yeah, that shit ain't work out how you plan. But at the time she was happy. Yeah. So you know, I, I had mean, a I had a cousin who was like that. She wanted to be have kids by a certain age, have a degree by a certain age, and wanted to be married by a certain age. Now granted, this was years ago when we was talking mm-hmm. about this kind of shit. And I'm telling her, like, man, it don't never work out like that. I guess I was too ignorant to think that, you know, regardless of her timeline she did have the goals in mind you know she may not hit the mark but she knew what she wanted so while i'm shitting on her and like it don't work like that it ain't gonna happen blah 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 you know she had the goals and here i am i was just going with the flow you know what i'm saying so see that's that's another thing too it doesn't always work out how you expect think about how many of these people um been you know, I mean, I can't think of anyone per se, but uh, a rapper might have done shows all throughout Cleveland, yeah. um, expanded, and then he was doing shows all throughout the state, mm-hmm. and then all all up throughout the Midwest, and then finally started touring and being an undercard for somebody, and for some reason it ain't go right, and he didn't make it. But two years later, when he back to rapping in his mama ba- basement, essentially, he just happened to you know, be driving Uber and the Uber that he driving is a fucking A&R for Diddy or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like sometimes he just playing his own music in the car and, you know, he go, who's this? It's like, oh, this is, you know, me. Like, you got anything else? Like, come to find out he a fucking A&R. So it's like one of those things where you may not always attain your dream the way you expect to. Yeah. But but then again, it begs, it begs the question, should you give up? I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's something that I can answer. Bro, I'm going to just say, no, you shouldn't. And I'm going to let me just say this, since you had brought that, you know, riding in an Uber 
and uh, you know, being uh, A and R being in the back seat, and just sharing one of my little experiences. So you know, I moved to Orlando. I moved to Florida, Orlando, like in 2012, mm-hmm. and I was working with my cousin. You know, he was a club owner, and he knew a lot of heavy hitters in the music game. So <laughs> this one particular night, I had to go pick up some of them at the hotel and take them to the club. I'm only gonna drop one name because I know everybody else ain't gonna know. I mean, unless they in the game, they're not gonna know the other people. So, right. Spiff, Spiff TV. Okay. Spiff did like all the videos for Ross, um, a few years ago. So, I go pick him up and a couple other cats, and not even trying to, you know, just like subtly push my shit. Um, I was playing my beats. From the hotel to the to the club, and then Spiff was um, Spiff was like, "Man, what's this?" I was like, "Oh, that's my track." He like, "You make beats?" It's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, we got to get this shit to Ross ASAP." You know what I'm saying? And I just was like, right. "All right," but I never pushed it because I, I don't know why. I just felt kind of weird. Like I didn't take advantage of all the opportunities I had with the shit. Like because it was my cousin, I didn't want it to look like I was using him and shit. But like that was, that was organic though. Like I wasn't trying; I was just playing. Like I had just made the beat before I picked him up, so I'm playing it. I'm doing playback and shit. And then I was like, I wasn't scared to play it for anybody, but you know they was in the car. It's like we got to get the shit to Ross A7. I just ain't never, never follow up. So don't don't. I would say don't ever forget. You never know who you are gonna run into. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right. Shit, who knows, man? Shit, maybe know. maybe one day I'll be listening to your music till you get the shit out the fucking car. Even if it's your car, I'm gonna tell you get that shit out the car. <laughs> 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 no, but it, it's um I don't know, man. Like I, I look at it like it's a lot of a lot of things that are so opinionated and so arbitrary that people just assume that they have a lot of answers to it. I, I feel like when it boils down to it, bro, we know nothing. I didn't see people uh, have sex uh, before marriage and then get married, and it's a fucking wonderful marriage. I've seen people wait to marriage and it and it doesn't work. It does work. Mm-hmm. I just seen you know kids with multiple baby mamas and multiple baby daddies, and then it worked and then it doesn't work. So it's like we don't fucking know shit, man. We don't. Day, we don't know. Why do things work the way they do? I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. We don't know shit. I'm I I'll say I don't know shit because I don't know what arbitrary means. I heard you use it a few times, but <laughs> I just, you know, like, mm-hmm, yeah, you know? <laughs> it's just it, it like a uh, like a random number. Like, if I just sat here and said, yeah, bro, 98% of people uh, masturbate. And it's like, what, nigga, how do you know? Like, yeah. Okay, I follow so, you now. Yeah, so it's like, how you, like, what gave you that percentage? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> Hey, look, that's another that's another topic for another day. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But um, but yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, but it, it just feels like, shit. While we on the subject of it, um, people knowing so much shit, is mm-hmm. there a such thing as being like too knowing or too conscious or or too, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think like, it's possible. Too, too aware, so to speak. I think that's definitely possible. Um. I'm guilty of that personally. Um, like I'm filled with useless knowledge to begin with. I mean, it's useless in the fact that it'll never probably help me 
unless I'm on Jeopardy or playing Wheel of Fortune or some shit like that. But I'm Man, just. Huh. I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, no, I was I'm, about to say, I, I, knowledge is knowledge. To me, there's no such thing as useless knowledge. Mm-hmm. There's just everyday not knowledge or knowledge that you use more than you normally use the other shit. So, yeah. Yeah. That's me. You never know when the shit might help you. Right. Like, I. For me, it helps me in certain conversations when just like, you know, some pop up conversations and then um, I hear something, I'm able to chime in. You know, I got some knowledge on what what's being said, so I can I can throw my two cents in. That feel good instead right. of just being the one who like, mm, oh, like with football, I don't really watch it. I follow it enough to be in the conversation. Like I can I can throw some names, throw some names in, some stats, and shoot the shit and analyze somebody and be like, you know, such and such need to work on whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. But shit like that. Yeah, and then too, man, like. Knowledge is is isn't always knowing shit. Knowledge is being able to piece together shit. Right. People hear LeBron James enough that, like my daughters know he's a great player. Mm-hmm. And they don't know shit about basketball. Yeah. Like, so it, it's like knowledge isn't necessarily uh, knowing shit. Is is being able to piece together shit because if you have enough pieces, like you said, you could make your way into the conversation and begin to understand. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. And but as far okay. as, huh? No, I was saying, go ahead. I I want to try and cut you. Oh, yeah, no, because I'm I I do that a lot, man. But you know, I I'm not forced, but it, it I I work my hand because a lot of the people that I work with, I'm just keep using football for for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people that work, they watch football like faithfully, like they they fuck with their teams. Um, yeah, see, I'm the same way every yeah. Sunday. I'm, I mean, I was that way with basketball. Like, when when we were in middle school, bro, I used to watch Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and at SportsCenter every morning. Like, I was just, I felt like I was a stack-type guru. Hey, man, look, I ain't even trying to be funny, <laughs> but that's when I used to watch. That's when that's when basketball was good, man. in my opinion, man. You had T-Mac and Vince Carter, Iverson, Kobe, Everybody. Stevie Franchise, man. My God. That was even the like, B players I fucked with, like, well, I ain't going to say he was a B player, but um, what's my dude uh, from the Kings? Fuck. Chris Webber, um, Doug Christie, oh, Stoyakovich, Bibby, Bobby Jackson. Divock, man. Because that's when them boys used to compete. People weren't friends, but I mean, they were friends, but it it was like competitive, bro. Very. You had people, you had people fighting and shit. Look at Chris Childs and Kobe and the man. Malice at the Palace and all that shit, man. Hell yeah. Like, I, I know, I know it's a bad image for the NBA. I get it. But the competitiveness that these people showed was fucking amazing it was it was I fun know, to watch man every year when the lakers went to the finals through the western conference it's mm-hmm. like every fucking team was a seven game series the kings the blazers the spurs like they the it was just a it was a contest in the eastern conference i'll never forget the series with Allen iverson and vince carter vince dropped a 50 point game then iverson dropped a 50 point game then they both dropped a 50 point game and then it was yeah. just like back and forth bro. like it was beautiful it really and was. i missed them days of the nba so i totally get what you're saying you that's when i saying? used to watch it too. yeah bro, absolutely i look and just to go you know back on that a little bit more i remember where i was when fucking Detroit and Indiana was going at it, 
Like that shit was I was watching that shit live, bro. Yeah, I don't remember where I was, but I remember seeing it too. Oh my god. I'm just like, I what the fuck? That shit nah now, mm-hmm. if that shit happened, they'd go to a commercial. Oh yeah, yep. Fucking so Oh, bad. but back then, uh uh-uh, uh, they were showing different angles from that motherfucker. It was uh-huh. <laughs> You know, but you know what? Even if they did go to commercial, we got everybody got cell phones now, so we would have saw all. Of yeah, it. we still would have got. It. Yeah, so it don't matter. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that shit was it, dope. It makes sense. Hell yeah! But it's um, but I, I I totally agree with you, man. Like, um, being conscious and all that. I mean, it's good to be conscious, but it's it's some people it, take it too far, man. It yeah, and some, and some people aren't conscious enough, bro. I hate the most aloof. Some of the most aloof people in the world mm. are just like feel like they sitting right in the fucking room with me sometimes, and I'm just like, dude, how do you not know that? And it, and and, it, and it's not even necessarily something like a math problem. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to know that. That's that's just being educated. But if I sit here and say some shit like uh, like, you know, and again, this is opinionated. But if I just be like, man, shit. I can't believe this motherfucker Trump then shut down the government for a goddamn war. <laughs> yeah. Now it's one thing to not know why, but for you to sit here and be like, "Wait, the government shut down?" Motherfucker. How like, do you dude, know it's that? it's been like a month. Like, where where the fuck you been? Like, you can't you avoid just shit get back like that. From, like the heat or something. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You just like certain shit. Do people really be up underneath the rock, or are they just so detached from what's going on that they feel like they own their world is it? You know what I'm saying? Like. Exactly. This shit affects too many people on too many levels. This, exactly. for example, for somebody to not know it, be conscious of what's going on. Exactly. And then, and then you got the people that are like way too conscious. I, I know motherfuckers who I sit there, and they're like, "Look at this goddamn commercial. Like, what's wrong with it, man? It's a Dairyman's commercial. <laughs> and like, Look at this motherfucker. The white man in a white shirt drinking chocolate milk out of <laughs> white cartons." <laughs> That might be he too just, conscious. Man, listen, he's like, what, bro? Look at that racist shit. Like, motherfucker, he thirsty. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, my God. I be thinking so, about yeah. that shit. Like, when people, like, when, like, let's just say you strolling on Facebook and then, like, uh, I seen one video not too long ago, like, they're not called dreadlocks. And then the lady went into detail about their locks, not dreadlocks. And she was saying, like, they're called dreadlocks because they were dreadful. It's like, I mean, be, that may be true, but like, I don't think that everything is, is as, um, what's the word for like being dark and evil? Uh, cynical? No. Statistic? That might be it. Um, everything ain't, <clears throat> everything isn't as sadistic as what people make it out to be. Like the whole slavery thing, like, okay, we know the shit is fucked up. But like when they saying they they uh, in slavery they took away the the father or the male figure castrated them in front of everybody uh, raped them in front of people to emasculate them, uh, what it did to the kids what it did to the mothers and shit like that. Right. I, I don't. I mean, I wasn't there, but I know that people in behavioral science might say there's science to back this shit up too. But surface, yeah. everybody don't have that knowledge. And when I hear the people talking about it, I'm just like, uh, you might be too woke, uh, too conscious of some shit. I'm not trying to downplay oh, yeah. the shit, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, some shit just sounds like a reach. Oh, yeah. But but at the same time, man, we all have certain things that we sit here and go, 
that probably ain't happen like that. Yeah. But it's what bothers me is is when I, now when I say two conscience, mm-hmm. um, not only because it, it, it works two ways. It's not only about uh, these wild ass conspiracy theories because that is definitely one half of it. Yeah. Then it's the other half that the conspiracy theory don't even necessarily need to be wild. It could actually make sense. But if you don't agree with the person, they get upset at you and take a condescending tone with you like motherfucker how you don't know this or how you don't believe this like what are you stupid like one of them type of things right and and those like to me those two whether it be intertwined or individually those constitute as being too conscious because it's not fair to um to other people to sit here and a have to agree with you and then b have to listen to the some of the dumb shit you say (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> some of that shit just be dumb, bro. Bro, I'm it listening. may have it may have some truth to it, but the, like some of the shit, I just believe it's off the wall, man. I do some of that off the wall thinking shit though. Sometimes, like sometimes, you know how they say, "Think before you speak." Sometimes mm-hmm. I gotta say the shit out loud just he- to hear how dumb it really is. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and absolutely, I, I listen to myself sometimes. Like, oh, what the f- bro? You were tripping. Yeah. But you know. oh, I do that. I do that a lot. <laughs> Hell, I'm, I'm I'm sure as these podcasts continue, bro, it's gonna be some shit I see on here. I'm listening back to like, what the hell was I thinking? Some super brain parts. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I didn't did. I recorded a couple solo episodes. Where I was like, I don't know if I should release that motherfucking. That is, <laughs> yeah, cringe. Hey, shit, it happens, bro. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, on, man. Real quick, I'm gonna take a quick break and then we gonna come back. No, you good. Yeah, we back, we back, we back. I'm gonna start making little commercials for shit like that. We should, shit. Like some real, like selling real shit, but funny. Like some, like remember that? I don't know if you did. You watch Chappelle's show where he was doing the rocket pass and he had Dame Dash and shit and like a jet ski in the toilet. Nope. But I remember listening to Ludacris Chicken and Beer album and he had a bunch of shit like that. Yeah, we we do some shit like that. Yeah, I'm down for that. Hell yeah. But, um, oh, nigga, on the topic of two conscious, bro, mm. uh, let's go, let's go to some conspiracies about this motherfucking soldier boy, bro. Hey. <laughs> Man, so, I got, I got two, two conspiracy theories since we throwing out conspiracy theory. Yeah. Either A, this motherfucker is one of the most experienced marketing geniuses ever to live, mm. or B, he might be legit crazy, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both, man, because everything that I heard, I mean, I, I didn't do any research, but, you know, just trying to remember back to the dates, the times, the era and shit, when he was dropping his knowledge, you know, uh, it sounded like he was spitting facts. Like, you can't deny that Drake stole that, uh, uh, I forget how the song, Tell Me, what's really going on, Drizzy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just said it first. You know what I'm but, saying? Not on. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say, not only that, just like his whole internet presence was, he's, as far as rapping go, he, I think he started that shit legit. Man, exactly. Think about it. Think about just what you said. He came up on social media. Yes. So the nigga that basically paved the way for social media, um, music <laughs> and entertainment and that, 
You don't think he would know how to market himself on the shit? Yeah. Like he better. I mean, think about it. He probably goes back home and laughs. Like, oh, they gonna eat that shit up, bro. Probably yeah. call Tiger. Like, nigga, did you hear me? <laughs> I was talking all that shit. Like, what I fuck with Tiger? Cause I do, bro. That's why I called you. <laughs> and Tiger, like, yeah, hey, should I do the same shit? Like, talk shit about you? And they be like, nah, I'm cool with this nigga. Like, yeah. they probably sit there actually playing the shit. You never fucking know. Exactly. So, I mean, cause at the end of the day, what are we doing? Talking about Soldier Boy. Yep. You know what else I got from that? This motherfucker was marketing the fuck out of himself. He, I found out this nigga had a video game console that I didn't yep. know he had. Yep. I found out he got a movie coming out that I didn't know he had. Yep. Now, mind you, he said part two, so I don't know what the fuck happened to part one. Yeah, because I never heard of it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to check but, it out, though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So he did that shit to get your attention. Mm-hmm. And once he had it, he, he threw in his little... All right, nigga, go spend your money on this type shit. You know what I mean? And I can't be mad at him for that. I found out he got a song with, uh, was it Nicki Minaj? And I didn't know he had. I think that's what we said he got a song with. What? Nicki Minaj? I, I believe he did say Nicki Minaj, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. You know what, yeah. though? I swear the whole interview seemed genuine as fuck. I, there was nothing faulty or fraud in him that I could pick up. Like, yeah, it sounded I mean, like he genuinely meant. That, yeah. Yeah, it sounded like he meant every word that he said. I mean, because it, it sounded like he was really cool with, like, them niggas just clowning, even on those parts. Because, I mean, think about it, bro. Think about it. Somebody say, yeah, you know, how you feel about, you know, uh, you know, Dirtbag having the greatest podcast. I'm like, wait, you mean? You mean a podcast that ain't take off till I got on that motherfucker? <laughs> that I spent and not edited the, the, the fucking podcast? You know what I'm saying? Once it gets to that, if, if it got to that point. Like, it would be like, oh, yeah. But then they'd be like, nah, I'll fuck with Dirtbag. He cool, man. That's my nigga. So it's like, I get it. It's just that it's Soldier Boy, and you never know what to believe with this motherfucker. Yeah, you, you, you really don't. <laughs> so, but it's, yeah, I mean, shit, people clown all the time when they homies. Man... I'm not even mad at him. Like, whereas 10, uh, 2007 when, or was it 2006 when he first did the crank that shit, I was like, what is this shit here? Like, I was anti-Soldier Boy for real. Like, now, I mean, I was just like, man, I like shit. These little homies do their thing, man, where, you know, they were smarter than us because I think we could have did the same shit. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to say the Soldier Store to uh, play out of my playbook because, Back when LimeWire, WinMX, and Kaza or Kaza Morpheus was around, we was downloading music and shit. I mm-hmm. thought about the songs that we made and renaming them some other shit and uploading them so people would download it and then they'd listen to our shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I felt like I thought of that shit first. That's just me, though. Well, you never did it. So it ain't about who did it first, <laughs> it's about who did it right. Who did it? Yeah. Of it first. Yeah, so but I mean, at the, at the same time, though, that, that goes back into it, too. He wasn't afraid to take that leap. I mean, I remember sitting there thinking to myself, like, man, this shit is so fucking stupid because my sister was uh is younger than me. Yeah. She was, you know what I'm saying? She was listening to that shit while I'm still over here listening to niggas like DMX, Ja Rule, 50 Cent. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm like, I ain't trying to hear no fucking crank that or, or super <laughs> so bad. Like, but I remember going to the club one day, because I still went to clubs back then. Yeah. But I remember going to the club one day, and when I went to the club, 
nigga, the whole club started doing the dance. And the first thing I thought to myself was, I stand here, I'm standing here looking stupid. I need to learn this goddamn dance. <laughs> like, like I kid you not. I didn't even think about if I liked the song or none of that. I was just thinking to myself, like, nigga, I'm being left out. But hold so on, let was, me cut in real quick. How old did those people look? Were they your age or were they younger? Not even my age. You had to be at least 18 to get in that motherfucker. Oh, Cause it it was down at the old uh, was it the Metropolis? Yeah. Remember the Metropolis? I remember. Yeah. So it was it was um it was an actual club. Like it wasn't a house party and then like it was a fucking club. You had to show ID. So um, but yeah. And then I remember hearing the shit. And then after that, a wave of other shit followed. You had it's going down with the young jock little ride the motorbike shit. Yeah. You had the snap music with all the ATL niggas. Were you doing that snap the finger pull with Fabo and all that shit? Mm-hmm. Like it became a thing. To have a rap song with the dance to it, like that nigga, he genuinely started that way. He may not have started it, but he definitely he took it to a new level. Yeah, he, he had social media, eyes, the, the social media right. machine behind him. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean by starting a wave. Like he, he the one that basically put it on the map. It might have been a thing. I'm pretty sure snap music and all that shit was a thing down in the south before it got up here. He what? took the cell phone. He took the house phone and made the cell phone. That's what he did. He made the shit better. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. like I said, ain't about who did it first. It's about who did it right. So, in my eyes, and in a lot of niggas' eyes, including his eyes, the nigga really did start that way. I so gotta give him props. He took it to that. the next level. He definitely yeah. did, cause I remember he was all over YouTube. I remember, not only that, he people started spoofing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, um, feel no BEP, the little cartoon videos. They, he was all over. They was making videos of him and shit. So he he was spoofed. I remember watching a video of him ghost riding a car in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? Man, the, the nigga Lane came out with crank that wheezy wee, bro. And Beyonce this was back started in the doing time the dance when, too. when Wayne was like the pinnacle of hip hop. Yeah. And this nigga came out with crank that wheezy wee. I remember seeing him do that shit on stage. Exactly, bro. So you can't tell me that that shit wasn't a wasn't a game changer or or a pioneer to the game in that sense of you know what it was. He was definitely I mean, influential. Shit. Is that nigga still got rap dances now? Think about the Millie Rock, the Bobby Smurder, the the uh, the Smoney dance. Yeah. I mean, granted, the Smoney dance is basically like the little cousin of that Diddy shit that he used to do, but <laughs> but still, like rap music having a dance to go to it is a thing now. It's weird, man, because the music that I was raised up on, that sh- it just didn't go together. Like when the music that I raised was raised up on, like I had tunnel vision. I was oblivious to all the other types of rap music. You know what I'm saying? Like when I ain't gonna say that, but I. I was my tunnel in my tunnel vision. There was only screw and cash money. I remember that. Yeah. So like anything mm-hmm. else, I was like, I mean, I know it's there, but it's like I can't. I no, that's not my that's not my bag. I I was yeah. only on screw and cash money. Like I ain't never seen none of them niggas dance. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, uh, and I listen to some of everything, but still, I mean, like I said, DMX, Daru, Fifty Cent, Ludacris, Ti, Dro. Uh, I listen to some Cash Money, some No Limit, like Tupac. I'm, I listen to some of everything, but it's got the game and fucking Ice Cube, NWI. I don't even yeah. listen to all that shit. None of them niggas ever danced. Never. Now. I mean, the most we had, the most we had was Fat Joe, Lean Back. 
That's as good as it got. <laughs> and the nigga even say, my niggas don't dance. That, we hey. just pull up our pants. And do the rock And away. do the rock away. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like, shit, the nigga, this ain't a dance then. It's just emotion. No, like, you know, <laughs> I got to take it back. The, the, the first hip-hop dance was probably, I don't, it wasn't even a dance. The little Hey Ma shit. Okay, nigga, I thought you was about to say the humpy hump. I was about to hang up on you, bro. I was just was the end of it. That's way before my era. <laughs> <laughs> but that little hey my shit, man, we used to do that shit in school, like at the school dances. Man, that was that yeah. was probably the only hip hop dance that I ever did besides all of the shit that came out later. I only did at home in the bathroom when I was brushing my teeth. Yeah, I um <laughs> I ain't really do any. You know the crazy part about all this shit, bro. Look, uh, I could, I could dance, bro. You? I used to teach my cousins them how to dance, bro. Yes. Never Even now, that. like I be, I be sitting here. So it's funny because my daughters be getting mad that they can't figure out how to do all this Fortnite, like uh, the Orange Justice and all that shit. And, and was it the shoe and the floss? Why can't I picture you doing that shit though? Man, look, so I be sitting here. Me and my nephew be getting it, bro. I just watch him do it once or twice. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I got it. So they be getting jealous as fuck. But it's it's funny though because like um, I used to do all that Sean Paul dance and shit. Like I never liked to dance, especially yeah. after I started drinking, because I felt like I I wasn't doing it right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, before I started drinking, yeah, nigga, house party or something. I'ma dance. Don't nobody know. I'm sitting around the house cleaning. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm doing all that shit. But I never. <laughs> Just and it was a part of me just was like because it was a, a crank that moment and it was a rap song that I thought was stupid. Yeah. Never wanted to learn how to do it. And to that day at the club. And best believe they played that bitch more than once. And by the second or third time, I was out there with them motherfuckers, bouncing left and right. <sighs> Superman and that bitch, nigga, all that shit. You never catch me on a dance floor. I just just I don't I don't that like that's not my idea of fun or letting loose. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad yeah. at anybody who do, but I just nah, I can't. It ain't it ain't for me. I don't dance. You know what it was, man? Like to me. So, um, I used to just like to do it just to say I could. Mm. And then, um, and then you got to remember at that time too, I was dating a dancer. Oh, a dancer, dancer. Yeah, nigga, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-mm. Cavalier girl dancer. Mm-mm. First love dancer. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm trying not to say a name, nigga. You I know who I'm talking about. But maybe I just didn't know that she danced. Oh, maybe yeah, I did, point. or I could have forgot. But I don't. I don't. Yeah, you forgot because I used to go to her performances and shit. Oh, damn. But yeah, like the gym, went to college, choreographed shit for the Cavs girls and all that shit. That's what's up. Yeah. So, but yeah, she was a dancer. So. Like, just being out with her and she doing the shit, I had to learn to do. Well, I ain't going to say have to, but so I'm going to be all the way. This is all topic, bro. I'm going to be all the way 100 with this shit. It was something that she was doing that I didn't know how to fucking do. Didn't yeah. care to learn how to do it. But because she was doing it and she was in a circle with her friends doing some dance, some unknown nigga came up into their circle. And just joined in. Not granted, nothing like he ain't try to talk to her. She ain't try to talk to this nigga. Yeah. They just had that moment where they both doing the same thing. He was and like, it's oh, like no. it's kind of like, oh yeah, it was like fuck that. I gotta learn this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so nigga, oh best believe, 
Uh-uh, nigga. I knew every fucking dance there was, bro. Shit. I still ain't getting up there. I'm just waiting till my girl come back. Like, so you just dance with other niggas now? Huh? That's what we doing? You gonna disrespect me out here in the club? You trying to go Stay home back. on feet? It's funny because my wife be, uh, she she love to wobble. She love line dances. So she she go out there like we were at um we were on a cruise when we went on a cruise in October, yeah. and she was over there doing the wobble. It came on. She was like, I know you don't like to go out and dance. I'm like, babe, I'll go out. She's like, nah, we just do it right here. So we standing off in the cut doing it together. But um, <laughs> we get back when we get back, my job holiday party it came on. Yeah. So she out there on the dance floor. I'm sitting there just doing the motions like like all subtle. Yeah. But over, you know, by the bar. Because I told you, once I drink, I don't dance. Yeah. So I'm over by the bar just doing it with her, just to let her know, like, like, nigga, I got you. I'm here with you. But I'm not there with you. <laughs> I get you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Look, bro, yeah, I don't... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was about to say, it'd be funny because um, on a cruise, she didn't even know I knew how to do it. I just started doing it with her. I'm like, nigga, I only got to see the shit once or twice. Yeah. I ain't... See, I ain't coordinated enough. I don't even know how to receive twerk right. Oh, <laughs> Look, the first time a girl ever twerked to me, I just stood there with my hands on my hips. <laughs> so it, it's funny. It's three different ways to twerk. So or get twerk, I should say. Okay. So, yeah, tell it, me because I need because to know. So <laughs> thirty-two years old. I, I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad. We breaking this shit down <laughs> to a science. So I had. Three methods, right? Yeah. The first method was the lazy method. Now, the lazy method, for example, was I would lean back on my niggas. They would hold me up or I would lean I've against like a, a chair yeah. and just let her do her thing. I just chill. Typically, that was the plan when I had a drink because yeah. I didn't want to spill my drink. So, um, so that's the first way. The second way is the grind way. So you move with her. So it's like wherever she moves, you move with her, which is typically what you see in like the Sean Paul videos when they step yeah, out, yeah. you step out, you right there with them. Right. And then it's like, um, and then it was the uh, the the bump wave, like you you bumping against her. So it's kind of like you going opposite of what they doing, and it's it's kind of like fucking on the dance floor if that makes sense. Oh, like uh, them uh, uh, pat not patois, but the dance hall Jamaican dance hall shit. Yeah, like that type of shit where it just looked like, I mean, granted, not that aggressively. I never did it that way. You just look like a fucking tar. Right. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's like, and, and they all had different meanings, too. It's like, shit, if you're standing there drinking your drink, you're probably like, all right, she walked up on me. I got my drink. You do your thing, sweetheart. I'm thinking about my Jack rather than thinking about you. Um, the second one was more so like if it was a, if it was some type of like not a slow song, yeah. but like let's say a Jeezy tear that pussy up type shit, okay. and you're like, all right, nigga, I'm right here with you. I want you to know a little more. Like I'm trying to fuck, <laughs> but I ain't about to be too aggressive. Right. So and then you, you got pulling your, her leg up on you and shit. Oh yeah. Then you got that juvenile back that ass up, and that's where that 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 bumping shit come in. So mm-hmm. it was like, oh yeah, but it was like each one had a different tone. But most of the time, you just follow the chick. Whatever she seemed like she trying to do, you just right there with her, nigga. But the key, the key, the key. This is the key. What's the key? This we need the key. The key. This is the key. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Everybody listening, this is the key. Y'all can't tell nobody <laughs> about this. Keep this on the this tuck. Is. It's a secret. Prive is dropping a gym right now. Pay close oh, attention. This, oh, let me tell you, bro. They are <laughs> going to test you. <laughs> bro. Go. For real. 
It was a way to test the interest. So if they doing the grind shit, if they go down, you go down with them. <laughs> if they bring it back up, you come back up with them. If they go left, they go right, then they go down. Best believe your ass is left right now. It's like a fucking cheat code for Grand Theft Auto. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and with the with the bumping shit, because they're going to come over there. They're going to throw that ass at you. Yeah. You got to plant them feet firmly. If you start to fall backwards. <laughs> you lost. I, I, I kid you not, bro. I kid you not. That was the thing. If you can't hold your ground, then you can't put it down. That's the way they look at it. I'm not joking, bro. If you can't handle when they throw that ass back, you can't fuck. That was a sign right there. It's like, oh, you ain't shit. You can't handle exactly. this. It's it's like, nigga, you can't handle me on a dance floor. Right. And, and, nigga, and you sitting there thinking, like, well, shit, I'm fully standing. Like, nigga, if you throwing this ass back, I'm going to grab a seat in the chair and let you ride or some shit. <laughs> you know, if we actually fuck it. Right. Like, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, if you, can't, if, you can't, uh, if you can't handle that, you look like a fucking clown. No joke. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> you know what? I, let's take it this way. So, like, you know how chicks use that as um, a test to see what they think you might be like in bed or whatever. Do you think, <laughs> so like, you know how some people, all right, if you flirting with a girl, you texting her, right? If this is how you doing mm-hmm. it, you aggressive in the text, right? So she, mm-hmm. you being, she's perceiving you as, an, as this aggressive guy. And then mm-hmm. when y'all finally get together, you go over her house, whether she come over yours, you be all timid and shit. You know what I'm saying? She then probably that's the problem. You gotta keep that same. You energy. gotta keep that same energy, man. But 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 you gotta see how receptive she is to it. You don't want to come over that bitch feeling like you. Know what I'm saying you, you. What's the name, little brother? Off Players Club. Like you don't want to be junior, nigga. Nah. But you still. But you also, go ahead. No, I was just about to say, but you also. So you want to set the tone. First of all, bro, I'm not going over your house until I know why I'm coming over there. Thank you. If I don't, if I don't like you enough. To want to just sit and chat with you if you don't give me the impression that we about to fuck i'm not coming over well let me jump in real quick she should know that if you coming over what the plan is like it is like i me being older now i'm starting to understand things a lot better but she should know through all your communications prior to y'all meeting up at her place or your place she knows what the deal is i I was that's Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, I would think that's what, what, that's the, that's the energy that I would be bringing. You know what I'm saying? If I'm being a certain way on the phone or through text, when I see, when you see me in person, it's going to be the same thing. Granted, you know, I've, I've not been like that because I was uncertain, but that's because I didn't want to be rejected. You know what I'm saying? But now it's just like, look, I'll make the trip. I'll come over there. I'm keeping the same energy, and if you ain't following, if you ain't, you know, following my lead, all right, it's time for me to go. Yeah, but at the same time, a lot of dudes, and a lot of sticks for that matter, too, give off mixed signals. Definitely. So, I was always that straight, blunt, to the point. I'm sitting here like, look, I like you, you like me, I'm coming through, I'm coming through after the club, it's 3 a.m., I'm going to be drunk as fuck. I'm like, I'm not necessarily saying that uh, that I can't control myself, but best believe with that liquor in my system, and if I pull up and you looking right, I'm going to take my shot. Yeah. Now, if she say, oh, it's best you not come, I'm not fucking coming. Yeah. But if she say some shit like, like, you never know, I might be tipsy too. Well, yeah. shit, I'm on my way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
So it's or, or just flat out shit. Go ahead, take your shot. You ain't, you ain't even gotta take a shot. I'm, I'm gonna be ready. Like you, you know, what I'm so a lot of these niggas do shit. Like instead of instead of saying, look, I'm interested. This is what I want to do. They say some shit like, yeah, what you doing later? Nothing. Can I come through? Right. Yeah. Let's watch Ooh. Netflix. No, not even that. Just, just. I mean, they might hint at it. Like, cool. Like, take a shower before I come. Or you know what? Better yet, take a shower. <laughs> take a shower while I'm there. And she looking like, okay. Hmm. And that nigga might take that as, okay. Or he's sitting there like, you look so cute, man. I probably won't be able to keep my hands off. And she's sitting there, uh, you, you better learn to, better learn to do that. Tonight ain't the night, LOL. It's not like, oh, she put LOL, bro. She on it. <laughs> like, nah, nigga, she's serious, stupid. <laughs> Yo, like, I swear, that sound like, listen, back, back years ago, years and years, years, long time ago, that was me. Like, I was unable to read the signs. I was unsure about situations. I didn't know when the girl was throwing me action. You know what I'm saying? Just just short of her getting naked in front of me, I would have thought nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't read that she was paying, <clears throat> paying me that much attention or, or she was even flirting with me. I didn't know what flirting looked like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I was just over, like, look, no, real talk, because a lot of times, like, a lot of the chicks that I used to fuck with, like, I didn't never really look at them as, you know, something I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we at first, it was just some, we cool. Like, it, right. I'll take one example for real. I didn't like a girl until she liked me. Like, we was really just legit cool. And then she was like, you know, I like you right now. I was like, oh, shit, you, you kind of fine now. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I just never, I didn't, I never noticed the signs. Like unless you was being blunt, you put a titty in my mouth, I ain't know what was going on. <laughs> and, and you know what's crazy, bro? I never had that. What? So you know what? You know what? I take that. I take that back. I take that back. When I was inexperienced, yeah, I was timid because I was inexperienced. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. knew, I could tell when a chick liked me. I knew when I liked the chick, but I could never. Uh, I can never figure out how to get it to that point necessarily. But mm-hmm. basically, bro, after I got my first piece of ass, it was a wrap. Like, it, it, and, it, and it wasn't like just saying like, oh yeah, all this is the same. It was just, nigga, I didn't been here before. I didn't did this shit. Mm-hmm. And I was, I became arrogant, bro. I feel like in any, <laughs> any nigga in the right situation can pull any chick. I believe that now, yeah, hell yeah. Back then like, I wouldn't it, believe that shit. Oh, it, man, you pull up and you got the right conversation. Don't matter what you look like. Yep. She gonna be like, I fucks with this nigga. I vibe with this nigga. Yeah. Like, it don't matter. All it takes is that one moment to make that impression that no other motherfucker has ever made. Yep. And, and I say it, and it's funny because I argue with, like, bro, we literally just got into an argument the other day. She told me she don't think I could pull her at a bar. I said, if I'd have met you at a bar, I'd have pulled you. She mm. said, no, you wouldn't. She said, I don't give my number out at the bar. I said, nigga, I'd have pulled you. I got mad. The fuck are you talking about? Nigga, I'd have pulled you at a bar. Like, I'm ready to fight. Like, nigga, what do you mean? You know the fuck you talking to? Like, that's how I felt like I was talking to And I was more so along the lines like, babe, I'd have pulled you. But it right. felt like I was saying that shit. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, nigga can't yell at his wife. But, um, <laughs> You'll find but out yeah, about so that I'm, later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but then, bro, but then I kid you not, we, we've been, like, jokingly arguing about this shit for years, but we really got into an argument, like, I want to say maybe 
It was after we got married. So it was about two weeks ago. Yeah. Nigga, she say, she's telling me this story and she talking about how she gave this one nigga her number at the bar. All hell broke loose. You mean to tell me I can't pull you at the bar, but you let this nigga pull you at the bar? Bro, I, <laughs> I went the fuck off the hinges. Like, what the fuck you mean I can't pull you at the bar? And this nigga pulled you. Mm. I was so angry. Like, how dare you say? I'm like, you and I got mad. You ain't even married this nigga. And you think I can't pull you at the Oh man, Yo. but yeah, but the, <laughs> but I was just about to say the point in saying all that is um is like nigga, you gotta know what you getting into. If you do the shit the right way, you Gucci. Like you ain't got shit to worry about, Bruh, I think that a lot of dudes gotta they gotta start from the bottom. They gotta really know how to do addition and subtraction before they can do multiplication and division. Like they getting they. They starting out in the beginning of the book, and they messing with girls who in the back of the book. You know what I'm saying? They not able to read the shit that's being thrown at them. You know? Hey, I don't. You know what? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was pretty much you. it. I'm just it's it's just foreign to them. They don't understand it. It's it's all science too when you really think about it. I don't even think it's the book. I'm, or I don't even think it's where you at in the book. I think niggas don't realize they're in a different book. You can't use the same shit on one chick on every fucking chick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the, you can, look, and and that's that's to me that's the beauty of it. That makes nigga, it fun. Could, exactly. 